0: hey guys welcome back to my podcast this is your host miss Alice, inspires, and you are tuning into christian millennials chat you don't have to be rich to achieve your potential
1: i stand here knowing that my story is part of the larger american story that I owe a debt to all of those who came before me and that in no other country on earth is my story even possible. 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 possible.
0: Possible. Hey guys, I'm excited for today's episode. We are getting ready to have two amazing couples who are going to share their story and really empower us. And they're also going to share with us what purpose before marriage means to them. But before we get into it, I have to announce that next week I start my first ever virtual class and it is called Empower Her to Lead. Ladies, this is for you. We will talk about how to shift your mindset, how to find purpose. How to overcome fear, strongholds, and procrastination, which you know the devil tried to keep me bound with that for years, guys. So I'm just sharing my tips and my tools on how to be able to create the life that God has for you by setting goals and making the desires of your heart become reality. So if you have not already signed up, please sign up for my CMC family. I'm going to keep the early bird open for just one more day so sign up so that we can take the class together and really have a moment with God so that he can manifest the promises that he has over our lives the next question I feel like you guys already answered do you love with conditions or un- on unconditional but I feel like I've heard you guys say for the most part that y'all have all been through some crazy storms and you loved each other unconditionally so we don't have to go through that one mm-hmm. um my question would be is how do you keep nosy Folks, out your business like how do you keep folks who aren't ne- are there for the tea but aren't necess- necessarily there for your relationship whether it be your engagement or your marriage currently
1: well what? I think it moves back to your friends mm-hmm. but that, I'll, if you want to answer you know no, <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, we, right, we
2: just lost the connection no, no, we're good. back though okay, sorry. no you are fine You you said exactly what I was about to say <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I already know say, you don't say that to <laughs> Yeah, it depends on your friends and you set the tone. I I think you set the tone for your relationship. Um people don't I don't think people ask my friends don't ask my business and when it comes to my relationship unless I've um tell them. So it's not like, Oh, how is you know and I guess it's because of the tone we set. Like we don't go out doing our business. Um, we don't go out I don't go out bashing my relationship, um, and I don't, DJ don't go out bashing his relationship. So I don't think we leave room for people to even try to seep in or try to say, mm, "So, so what's going on with you?" You know, like, um, so it goes along with what he was saying in to like the friendships that you have.
3: Um, yeah, so. I agree with that. I think we also talked about social media before, and it's a little bit different now than it may have been like 20 years ago. But I think you don't necessarily need to be private on social media but not everyone not all your followers all your friends need to know every single detail about you know what you're going through in your relationship and mm-hmm. if you feel that way then maybe you may need to manage I guess some of the outlets you have in your own life because if you are reaching a point to where you need to post something to the social media maybe it might be best to discuss with your partner, discuss with your family, discuss with whoever you have in your life as opposed to just jumping on social media because like you said that's kind of how people start asking questions and jumping into your relationship and now you're dealing with external things that could have been prevented. I like that.
0: that. That's true. I don't like putting on social media, so I agree. (laughs) What was the Cooper saying? Yeah. (laughs) No,
4: I I think, um, I was agreeing
1: with with DJ. Yeah. It's true. too many times you see, you see, too many times you see people putting in their discussions or whatever they're having in their relationship on social media then you have the social media you know judges and jury out there judging you no handle your business at home and what stays at home is home yeah it's not for the world to see that's how you build on your relationship you go through you conquer it and then you move on right
2: yeah, and
4: it's funny. See, when you're moving on after you've posted, they're not moving on like your social media judges and jury. I think it's so important, like, um, to set that tone. Since you said that, you you have to set the tone. They won't come and ask you something out of out of sorts because you know they know you're not you're not going to disclose that. That like they already know it's going to be a none of your business kind of response because right. that's that's your relationship what you do is you narrate how you share your relationship to the world and what you what you don't disclose that's it's not for them it's 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 none of their business it's what you take care of at home we we um we're talking about you know relationship we have children and we we have um you know we're doing we're biz we have business and it's so funny we just had a big meeting and we talked about like this is vegas what happens in vegas like it stays there with our meetings and your discussion that's personal not everybody should weigh in on
1: um right the decision that you make within yeah. your home within your, right. you know, your relationship it is. or your marriage
0: yeah
2: yeah
0: so no running to mama i
2: had to I say, it. work on that no, because
0: honestly, you. that is, yeah. that is a thing. I, I don't know about the older generation, but yeah. we're millennials. There are a lot of people who run to mommy and daddy. Like my parents know me. I'm very like, when it comes to my relationships, that's, you know, y'all could pray for me, but I'm not gonna, we're not gonna be having yeah. conversations about that. Um, But there are a lot of my peers who they have conversations with their parents and everybody about their business. And then they move on from a fight. And the parents are still like, I don't know why you with them, blah, blah blah like you know, so how do you deal with that in the relationship and tell them kindly, stop telling your mama everything so she don't hate me?
2: I I actually that's funny you say that because when we first start dating, me and me and my mom, you know you know you know me and my mom was like like we were very close. Um and me and my mom talk about any and everything. That's just how my parents are, our house has always been like the open floor. We stayed there. Um, So when it was like, when me and DJ moved together, it was like, I'm so used to my mom, like, mom. But then I had to learn earlier in the relationship because we broke up a few times and she was like, y'all been together again? Y'all done broke up again? So it was like emotional roller coaster for my family. But then once we got together, it's like, we we're fine then everybody else is still stuck on the situation and so i had to learn okay you can't let your family know everything like you got to handle your home you got to handle y'all's relationship and let it be so that that was hard for me because of the close-knit family i come from and just me telling my mom my life so <laughs> i'm glad that.
3: i think on, on my end i didn't necessarily interfere with that process at all i didn't think it was my place to say hey don't go to your mom running and telling all of our business but it was kind of just that that trust aspect that we talked about before and I mean I'm not going to come in between her and her mom right like if she has to make a decision I'm going to get the x 10 times out of 10 right we're talking about blood compared to someone that you may have been dating for a couple of years or you just met or something like that like it's not my place to try and get in between her and her mom so I kind of just Trusted her and let her, you know, handle that relationship and handle how she approaches and, and talks to her mom about what's going on between us. It wasn't really my place to to interject or or have something to say about that.
0: Now, how do you guys handle? Um, how do I put this? How do you handle arguments that may not be settled between the two of you? Like, are there moments where you talk to God to be like, "Get your son" or "Get your daughter"? Um, (laughs) what arguments that might just, you just can't settle it between the two of you. I
4: tell you, we've had, after 28 years, you do have arguments that you feel like, you know, everybody used to say, don't go to bed angry. Well, we tried it and it didn't work, you know.
1: (laughs) It do not work. Always seem to get into a fight at work.
4: (laughs) The next day wasn't good for him or maybe for me it's it's one of those things like we we talk about it now how it it's it's like we had to table certain things you know like in a meeting if you go to meetings there are certain discussions you have to address and sometimes that one meeting you cannot um figure out a resolution at that meeting. So you have to do, you know, imply you have to sometime apply some of those things that you learn. We have to table this baby because right now I don't see eye to eye. I don't, you know, I think differently and we both we both think differently on things and we had to respect that. And learning how to respect my opinion and I had to respect Ed's opinion. We had to learn how to table it and say we have to address this later. But it also it took some growth and development I'll just say on my part so I wouldn't go throughout the day on on nasty and mean and be like you know I'm cooking me something but I won't cook you nothing like you know you can get angry when you haven't yet came up with a resolution for your problem and prayer was one of the biggest ways that we were able to get right. through and maybe not at the moment cuz you know I would be like I don't want to pray just yet hold on I got one <laughs> more thing to say and and so every babe, we gotta pray. And I knew from that, it may sound funny, I knew God really transformed Ed because He wouldn't bring that up 10, 15 years ago. And so I had to humble myself at a place I was like, girl, you better stop, because this ain't gonna go nowhere. But but South, it ain't gonna go good. And you have to learn how to like we say it in our book, like give yourself 10 minutes, walk away. And if you won't walk away, tell them you walking away to get your self together but sometimes you have to learn how to come back to it because everything just doesn't it. it's like room wasn't built in a day same thing
1: that's true yeah you have, you have to say about creating boundaries yeah boy. um what we discussed is um have a room where you guys can go and speak to each other each other but in that room you do not you attack the issue you do not attack the individual yeah you go after the issue that's that's affecting you not the individual like
4: i'm feeling like you're not hearing me or i'm feeling like you know we should maybe go a different direction right. and not be like you 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 cuz you know people feel attacked when you do
2: that when
1: you feel attacked you want to do what you either get a, get defensive or you pull away or you I'm not going to stay here
2: for that. right right so,
1: you know attack the that's issue good. not the individual
2: That's good i like that
0: I like. Um, now my next question for you guys is how do you believe in submission? Cause that's a big thing for my generation. Like they do not want to submit to anybody, nonetheless, a whole I won't say submit to a boyfriend because my podcast is no, I don't believe in that. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe in submitting to who God has called you to as a purpose partner. I call them purpose partners, um, but submitting to your you know your husband and you know husband submit to God, um so what are your beliefs on that, and how did you handle submission um within your relationships?
2: Um, we're t- technically not married yet, but I want to speak for the millennials. um I think when millennials hear the word submission for me, when I hear the word submission" or when I did hear the word submission, I thought of the traditional um I don't want to make this sound bad, but usually think of like your grandparents or the older generation, um, how we were taught like, okay, your husband, he go to work, you run the hot, Like It's just like a very straight line of this is how it's done. This is like textbook. Um, but I think over the years I've learned submission is for me it's 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 how it what is what works for your relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, as long as I'm respecting my husband, he's the the head of our household. Um, it's not him telling me, Go wash the dishes, go cook, go clean. You know what I'm saying? So I think the your perspective on it makes you respond in different ways. And I think the millennials, we look at it as, or I used to look at it as, Ain't no man running me. <laughs> but once you get older, you get mature. You realize, okay, he's not running you. It's just the respect for your household, him being the head of your household, and you, you know, following his lead. And sometimes y'all, most I don't say follow his lead, but sometimes it's hand in hand. Yeah. Um. Right. So yeah, that's that's my outlook on submission. Yeah,
3: I think I agree. I think it kind of just goes back to having respect for each other. Like you said, it's not. It's not structured and rigid like the male makes all the money, the female takes care of the household. It's really just a completely different time. And there should be that mutual respect where if the woman is making the money, you know, the man doesn't feel like, oh, I need to go out and have my own job. Oh, I can't stay home and watch the kids. Like, really shouldn't feel any type of way about that because it's, it's just not that way anymore. You know, what your grandparents did, maybe what your parents maybe did, doesn't necessarily be have to be what you do in your relationship. Every relationship is different, but I think that respect and communication
1: goes a long way when it comes to being submissive. Yeah. I think that's, that's a great example of the both of, you know, that you gave because, um, people do use it out of context, you know, in a Bible, wives submit to your husband, you know, then, in, in you some, the in the, yeah, and, and yeah, thank you, you know? Husbands submit to your wives. It's, if I'm not good in finance and, and I know my wife is, I'm gonna select <laughs> her and deal with finances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because that's the only way your relationship is your relationship or your marriage is gonna really go through because I will make a mess of it yeah. had it had not been for my wife. So, you know, and you can submit in certain areas where you're, you know, where if you both come together. Hey, listen, let's work on this together. This is how we do this together. And then that's how I don't, I'm not, I'm not into the old like, you know, submit to me. You, you, <laughs> I'm not into right. that. Right, right. Mm-mm. That's how people get cases.
2: Right,
0: No, this is Christian millennials chat. They already know how we get down on this podcast. Like it is unfiltered. Um, Stop tugging, man. Listen, right. they, they they've heard some stuff, so it is okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's so true because I find that in this generation, um, we've struggled with that. And we've struggled with allowing people to lead us. So how are you guys able to trust in them, but trust the God that you serve to know that they could actually lead you? So the way I I look
4: at it is if I'm dating you and I married you, I must've seen something within you that you could lead me or we could lead each other and we could see ourselves through this situation. And, and, it's really, you know, that word submissiveness is really just, it's covered with respect. Like, you know, everybody, I don't want to submit Like, <laughs> what, what? You, you, you <laughs> got to follow the lights when lights when they turn red. You know, you submitted and don't even know you're respecting right. that. And I think if, if they look at it from a different angle, that it is just the respect. And like Ed right. mentioned, like, you know, maybe, maybe I'm not the best chef and and he is so I'm gonna go ahead and let I'm gonna submit and let you cook baby because you know I like to eat good I'm not the best chef so I'll submit to that right so how you look at it I think the egg if you if you kind of put a put the respect to that word submissiveness or submit you'll you'll see it's not you know you, you could trust that your meal's gonna come out right like I know because egg could throw down in the kitchen you know what I'm saying so honoring the fact that you know he's Able I, wear to many
1: do it? I wear many hats. <laughs> 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 it's
0: like, hard really, up. it really is. Yeah. That's
1: vice versa. You too, baby. Yeah. You thanks. Know. Appreciate
0: it. I, I love this. I'm just listen, y'all. Y'all, I don't know how y'all feel listening, but I'm just sitting here like this is cute. Like, I feel as though it's something. There's a glow. Like, I don't know for the podcasters, y'all can't hear, you can't see their glow. But there's just this glow about love. And I feel like you don't see that with everybody. And I feel like God makes the difference. Like I'm listening to you guys and there's just something about, listen, if you don't have a godly relationship, you don't have a relationship because I'm literally looking at two different couples who have been through some storms and listening to them really just still be in love because y'all all been together for... Well, now y- y'all ain't all been together, but <laughs> the two couples have been together for a long time. Like college to now, I'm sure that you guys have had ups and downs and to see that you guys are together is amazing because this is a generation where, listen, DJ comb his hair to the right, you're going like... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> this generation doesn't play. Like say something wrong... And you're gone. So mm-hmm. how were you able to, both of you, forgive um, things that people, some the public may say that's not forgivable. Like, how were you guys able to say this is still worth it time after time, year after year? How did you guys fight um, for the relationship? Um, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out
4: how to really start because
1: it's... In a book, we, it's a we, we talk
4: about in the book that we have is learning how to forgive fast and often. And I'm saying that now, but before we got to that point, if I agreed to forgive Ed for something that I felt he, you know, missed, I, I made a decision right? I made a choice to say, I'm going to forgive you, but it doesn't mean that I didn't hurt or still feel the pain of the after effects of that. So it means it was a progressive, like every day I'm going to make a decision. Nope. I'm not going to bring that. I'm not going to let that cloud my judgment, right? You know, I'm not just going to wash my clothes and leave his, or, you know, it's like, you have to make a choice to say, I'm going to forgive and, or make a decision to say, uh, I love, and I'm going to keep loving you when you don't, um, maybe you don't, I don't look the same or you don't look the same, or maybe, um, this is a bad time, right? You, you have to make a, de- a conscious decision through that right. to commit to making that relationship work. I'm going to say this, because often when we're in a relationship, we like the wedding day. We like the reception and the dress and all that. But it's not about the wedding day. It's about after what you deal with. And if you're going to go through the wedding day, you got to go through all of the other pains and the hurts, you know, good or bad, for for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health. And when you make the decision to really hear what that vow is and commit to it, then it's not so easy for you to just walk away. You know? You just don't want to walk away after you consider, wait a minute, I committed to that.
1: You've invested too much into what you have. That's right. like you right. put money in a bank and you oh, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm, I'm I'm walking away. Come on. Yeah. 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 How about
0: y'all?
3: Yeah, I think it's, I agree with everything they said. I think when you talk about some of the some you talk about forgiveness. i think that's very important but you brought up the point of you know some things other people might not forgive how do you you know look at your partner and say you know i forgive you for that i think it's important to realize that what other people think about your relationship someone comes to you and it says, oh, Kiana did this, I can't believe you let her do that. I mean, that's not really any of their business. You know, my forgiveness process and how I feel about what happened, what occurred is between me and my fiance. I'm not really in the business of letting other people know, you know, what's going on. Again, you talk about if you invested too much time, you want to go back to the bank, you know, whether, whether or not I invest money into something else, someone comes to me and talks to me about my investment. I mean, that's not, I don't really care what they have to say about that, bottom line
0: podcast, as y'all heard that, my fiance, I'm here for it. That's not the And I just can't wait to be like, that's my wife. Like, I, I love that. Like y'all here, I'm trying to tell you guys, see, and this is why it's important to marry a man who has wisdom because I'm sitting here listening and guys, I don't know about you, but you know, we hear so many times there aren't really any good men and I'm going to go a little further. There aren't really any good black men Y'all, I'm looking at two kings and two queens who are giving y'all wisdom. So I'm hoping that you guys hear this and you take it and you actually apply it to your relationships. If you're single, listen, now y'all know what to look out for. You need to be able <laughs> to find a man who um, in 24 hours says, hey, you going to marry me. <laughs> that knows what he wants or y'all better listen freshmen y'all better not give up on the little freshmen don't give okay. up on the freshmen because listen your love story could be made in, in college um but I I really do love this um my last question for you guys would be what do you guys want to take out what do you want people to take out of your relationship from hearing you tonight um and DJ and Kai, I want to hear two things from y'all. I want to hear one, what would your um, advice be when it comes to engagement um, and staying sane? <laughs> and then two, what would be something that you want people to take away from your relationship or learn?
2: Um, I want to answer the second question.
0: <laughs> I just got to um, a good for you. No,
2: sorry. <laughs> and then <I> don't... Right. <laughs> I'm just going to answer it in order. When you say sane, do you mean like in in terms of what? When you say stay sane in a relationship or wedding well, planning? Like what you- because really both,
0: because I feel like there are some people who get engaged and because of the process, they punk out of it. They're just like, this is too much. And they walk away. So how are you guys able to say, you know what, I'm not going to allow the stress of life um, to come in and taint what God has ordained?
3: Yeah, I think. At least for us, it's kind of a bit of a balance. I'm definitely more of the calm, cool, collected one. John mm-hmm. is the one that maybe tends to get overwhelmed by certain things. But it's you have to remember, you're like you're doing this as a team. I think it can kind of be overwhelming when you look at these things by yourself, or you're in a box and you're not really able to involve other people. You know, you have a meeting with you know the floors or something like that, and the price is way higher than you expect. You start <laughs> what's up no, like, oh. you start <laughs> freaking about what the price of the flowers are right or something like that but being able to talk to your partner about it and really just break it down i Keanu can come to me at any moment and know she's not going to feel stressed out or overwhelmed i think that's really really important this journey you're taking together is it's just that you're doing it together don't forget to you know involve your partner in in all this, the steps that you take and the wedding planning and the engagement after the wedding it's it's the team sport
2: really.
0: ladies so essentially what he just said and fellas that are listening he said find a safe haven in your partner okay I heard that I love that listen you know what DJ you're not supposed to be ending it like this <laughs> cause we could go home right off of that word <laughs> oh, <that'd be>
2: good. <laughs> oh,
0: good. Um, alright twin um, we'll just do it like that so come through <laughs>
2: okay. Can you repeat that second question, please? <laughs> I got
0: okay. caught up in second. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him go second.
2: <laughs> uh, what do I want them to take away from our relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, I always say, or I've been learning to give yourself grace, um, give each other grace. Um, I came into the relationship like. I'm never wrong, you're wrong, I'm always right. Um but over time in our relationship, I've learned you got to give each other grace. Um God gives you grace every single day. <laughs> like there's times where you you know you do things. You're like, "Okay, Lord, I know you I, I I wasn't supposed to do that." But it's like when you learn to give each other grace, um it it makes a relationship flow a little easier. Not saying it's perfect. Um but stick through it. It's not easy, y'all listening to me podcasting, It's not easy. <laughs> i all heard it in the
1: back. <laughs> I know.
2: But like J Cole say, it's beauty in the struggle. Stick it out. It's worth it. Um, and I don't know. Give yourself grace. That's my. That's my. That's good. That's the takeaway. <laughs> That's good. I
0: like that. Listen, grace has actually been my word the last couple of months. Um, and what my podcasters don't know because I haven't shared this and maybe I will share it in the next episode, is God has been taking me on this journey of preparing for marriage. Um, and that has kind of been the word that He's been giving me is grace. Um, so to hear you say that is encouraging. Um, because we take that for granted, right? We see God give us grace each and every day, but then forget that we need to. Reciprocate that same thing to our partners. So you better preach this, y'all. Y'all better listen to my twin. <laughs> that is a whole word. Um, and so we are going to go to the Coopers, and I have to ask you, how did you stay married for twenty-eight years? Like the people need to know before we leave.
1: Wow, um, this, you so gotta, let me get my safe this, this, pants. The so. chain comes <laughs> off. The
0: chain comes
1: off and. <laughs> You know, so. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. It has. There has to be love. You have to have love. Love is really a big part of it. Respect, you know, for who who she is, and um, you know, it's it's just so much. There's so many things that's entwined within it. As a, I'll put it this way younger as I we grew in a relationship a lot of things you know that she loved and a lot of things that I knew we attached ourselves to each other we didn't become two we became one and when we became one it's like you can't break that bond.
4: I mean and the difference is is that we're so different oh. like we're different in the respect where I, I respect that okay he's for instance he loves wrestling watching wrestling or maybe <laughs> watching like you know. I use it at work. Bro. <laughs> Or, or eating different foods or the difference True. that he was and the difference that I am, we learned how to respect that. But there was a commonality that we had that we really loved and we respected I mean, the differences in each other. And we say it often that
1: we're two imperfect people, people. But we're perfect for each other.
4: And we had to learn that um, I think um, the communication was... It, we, people say that, but what they I don't think they understand is like like with prayer, we talk about prayer a lot, we, but prayer is is a two-way street. And I think with prayer, people just know the one way where they just pray and talk to God. But when is it that you listen, right? And so I think the communication where Ed would tell me, I thought I was doing it right, right? And maybe he was like, no, that's not because he needed to share that and talk to me about it. And if you're not really talking um, to each other and if you're just talking at each other, you're not going to hear what they're saying. And there were many a times that we had to learn how to stop and really listen to to each other's heart. And a lot of times, you know, you might be arguing about something that really isn't what the problem is. Right. You know he's squeezing the toothpaste from the bottom and Ooh. I'm squeezing it from the top. And now I'd have lost it. When really your issue is you just didn't feel like he heard you say right. you needed a hug or you needed to understand how your day was. That's, that's how you can really communicate. But when you're not talking,
1: um, well, I think I said it before not to cut you, you know? off, but I think I said it before with men, they need to realize women are not mind readers. They're not gonna read what's in your mind. They need to understand what you're saying, and so you need to tell. You need to open up your mouth and speak, honey. This is what I like, honey. Can you do this for me? You're not being weak, and you're not being like feeble or anything like that. What you're doing, you're being vulnerable. Your wife's to see you, or your girlfriend's to see you at your your vulnerability. You know, will you open up, Will you open up to her, and then she sees your heart, and she's like, oh, okay, I understand. That's how, if I was to leave something with somebody, especially with the men, listen, learn how to be vulnerable. It does not make you weak in your relationship. It does not make you weak, but it really it strengthens you up and the bond begins the bond becomes
0: stronger. I heard them <laughs> <laughs> That's because guess what? Love is worth the work. <laughs> um, so what my podcasters don't know is that they are authors and we need to tell you, um, I need y'all to tell us what Love is Worth the Work is. Love is Worth the Work is a book, um, a workbook
4: of love. It's designed for marriages or individuals. Individuals, all those. Y'all,
0: I did the single part. Um, And I got my book, actually, I'm surprised. It's not in my office, but I've been reading it again. Um, And it's lucky, but keep talking, (laughs) y'all. You know, one of the things we did in this book is we challenged
4: everyone right. after each. It's a 30-day workbook where you would, after each chapter, you would answer questions. You would really walk yourself through We those.
1: wanted it to be interactive. Yes. You know, I, I'm not, you know, to, just to read a book and then walk away. No, we wanted to be interactive where you can go, hey, listen, remember when they said that? Good example, you know, you cannot be intimidated or duplicated, you know, since there's only one you. You know, talk about being authentic, authentically you. Yeah. You know, so you know, there's this we wanted people to have that assurance that wow, you know what? I read that. Now listen, not everything in the book is for everyone, but you can cater it to fit your your relationship or your situation.
4: Yeah. So we have the book. Um, it's it, we just celebrated. It's celebrated a whole year. It's a year old now, and we're excited. We're working on another book that should be out in February. And um, you can get "Love Is Worth the Work" on Amazon, um, uh, anywhere books are sold. Walmart, Walmart. Walmart. You
1: can download the audio. Yeah. The was it all the ebook?
4: Barnes and Noble. You can go and and so we we have getting we've been getting a lot of. I almost get tongue tied because I wanted a book like this for me when I was right. coming up, right? And um, we feel like it, it does help. It does give you insight. It does provide like tools and tips
1: and, and practical
4: points. Yeah. And biblical principles for you yes. to really help your um relationship. So that's where love is where the work comes yes. from.
0: Well, I am so appreciative of both of you guys or both y'all couples, I should say. Um, I'm going to ask y'all to do one last thing, whichever couple wants to do it. I'm going to need y'all to do like the people say on the internet and leave us with your Sierra and Russell prayer. Um, pray us out. There are so many of our Christian millennials who are looking to get married and I would love for the engaged couple and then the married couple to just pray some blessings on my listeners and then we can call it a day. All right, we'll stop, we'll stop, which one want to start?
2: <laughs> oh, <you wanna> start?
0: <laughs> huh? <laughs>
2: I start first, because Lord, <laughs> well, thank you for bringing us together for this podcast. I pray for all the married couples, um, all the newly engaged, all the single women that are and men that are looking to be married. I pray that you continue to cover each and every one of them, um, that they walk in their purpose, that they walk and grow and be purposeful in their singleness if they're single um, and continue to grow in their marriage and relationships. Um, I pray that you continue to watch over every single person during these times. um, And thank you. And we love you. Amen. All right, Kupas.
1: Amen. Okay, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Father, we just want to thank you for just this opportune time for the listeners that are out there, those who are looking for a relationship, those who are in a relationship, those who are married. Father, we mm-hmm. thank you. We bless your name. We ask that you just give them the desires of their heart. Walk with them, Lord, on this journey. Walk with them as they make decisions. Walk with them as they say, if they don't know what to say or how to do. Lord, show them. Allow them, to, allow them, Lord, to have a, have your spirit within them. Allow them to seek your counsel, to seek your guidance, Lord. Most of all, Lord, we pray and ask that you just bless their union. Bless the union, bless the relationship, bless the engagement, Lord. Father, we pray and we ask that you just allow nothing to crack the very foundation that they are building upon, Lord. The enemy is going to try to come on every side, but we ask and pray that you provide a hedge of protection around those relationships. Those people who are seeking to have a relationship, allow them to prosper as you've always allowed us to prosper. prosper. Most of all, Lord, we ask that you touch their hearts, their minds, and especially their spirit, Lord. Allow them to realize it is you. You are our resource, and we come to you in our time of need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Guys, you have listened to another episode of Purpose Before Marriage with the angel Cooper and Ed Cooper. And then we have Kai, aka Twin, and DJ. Um, I am so grateful that you guys have joined us today. It was a blessing. I'm sure people are going to get a whole bunch out of this. I'm going to, I have to listen to the recording to edit it, but I know I'm going to be taking so many notes. Um, Thank you. Like, for real. Thank you guys for doing this, for taking your time out. And I can't wait to hear what the people have to say. Um, I'm so grateful. So until next time, guys, um, continue to listen to the episodes of Christian Millennials Chat, guys. Follow us on Instagram. Do you guys want to leave your Instagrams? You can if you want to. You don't have to. Um, Okay, y'all. They they said, leave them alone. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Y'all, thank you for coming on again. Until next time, y'all.